Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo. Today's morning briefing is called Text Messaging and Prayer. Don't call me, I won't call you. The headline totally caught my attention as I caught up on reading my Sunday New York Times from March 20th. Have you noticed that telephone usage has changed a lot in the last 20 years? I mean, think of it. We went from most every household having a home phone with teenagers hoping for an extension in their bedrooms, to fewer and fewer homes using their landlines if they even have them. Most folks, especially our teens, rely almost exclusively on their cell phones. Is it all about the equipment, though? Uh-uh. Actually, it goes well beyond that. In the last five years, adults seemingly have given up the telephone, landline, mobile phone, voicemail, and all. How are people talking then? They are texting or emailing. Or so the article cites Nielsen Media for their research. Both methods, that is texting and emailing, are thought to be less bothersome, less intrusive, and less confrontational. Funny thing is, Miss Manners, remember Judith Martin, has been hammering away at this for decades. The telephone has a very rude propensity to interrupt people, she says, in which the phone caller insists, drop whatever you're doing and listen to me. The trend has certainly moved into the workplace as well, with much of worthwhile communication taking place by email, which, of course, most movers and shakers can process on their iPhones or Blackberries. Why the change? Technology has made it possible and the perception is that we are not really, really just more savvy, but also more productive as a result. To which I say, really? Interfacing with the corporate world as I do, I see how it has caused tremendous pressure to respond in a timely fashion, so that the stress is constant and at times overwhelming. Not really sure the trade-off is worth it. Why should I care? Why should you care? Well, the change in communication has affected us relationally, and in general, I'm not sure if that is a good thing. But as they say, it is what it is. A few observations, though. We may communicate with more people in a day, but on a more shallow basis. We may be able to communicate on our own terms, but that sometimes means we risk saying things we would not dare utter out loud. Since our tone cannot be heard, facial expressions seen, there is oftentimes misunderstanding. Who cares? Well, I would propose that all of these changes in the way we communicate horizontally with people just may have impacted the way we communicate vertically with our Lord. That is to say, in the way we pray. Remember, we are now accustomed to quick communication. So how can we slow down enough to just be with God? And so I think again of Romans 8, verse 26. The Spirit helps us in our weakness. Oh yes, Holy Spirit, help me in my weakness, in my inability, at least at times, okay, most of the time, to exhale and just be with you. And yes, please intercede for me before the Father, but make it quick. Ouch! Did I just say that? Mm-hmm. And then I think of God's thought toward us when he says so simply, so clearly, so firmly, and so beautifully, 
Be still and know that I am God. Still? Quite a versatile word it is. Maybe used as an adjective or adverb. And it used to be used as a noun, but not so much anymore. Sometimes we describe water as still, though. The very picture of still is Yosemite's Mirror Lake. At 15, I remember standing on her shore, marveling at the mountain's reflection in her glass-like surface. I thought it was simply beautiful. And then I remember my mom saying, now just keep still. What she wanted me to do was be quiet and stop moving. But I think when God wants me to be still, he wants more than that. He wants me to stop, be quiet, come into his presence, and also be in a position to listen. Each of these takes thought and sometimes a little heart preparation. But communing with God is worth it. Prayer changes things, friends. It changes you, it changes me, and it moves the hand of God. It is worth it then to stop, be quiet, enter his presence, and listen too. Now do you see how our culture's fast-paced communication makes the practice of prayer a little more challenging? It is something to think about a reason to redouble our efforts in being still. If you'd like to read this, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Morning Briefings, and the title is Text Messaging and Prayer.